love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Welcome everyone to another episode of Love is Amazing But it's also bullshit and might also get you murdered Word The podcast that reminds you that everything you ever wanted in this life Can turn into a huge fucking dumpster fire Uh huh uh huh uh, I'm Aaron Black, as always, and uh, we got my partner in crime, Nicholas Control Freak Luna, hey, 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 and guys. then a uh, real special guest. Uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself because... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of names involved because this, he has yeah. his performing name and his uh, yeah. birth name. All, all, you ne- all I know is that he's hot shit. I could introduce you as hot shit if you want. Okay. Hot magic shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, I'll... Danny, take it away. Well, people on the internet know me as Special Head. <laughs> uh, they know me for this sound that I make. Spicy skies are blue, red roses too. That, that's actually how I learned to do it, by the way. Uh, Louis that's Armstrong. incredible. Yeah. For Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's impressive. Um, I'm actually like feeling under the weather, so I could do it way better. I, I'm getting over flu right now. Well, well I, th- I think even with if, – if that's what it sounds like subpar, I – I I yeah. bet yeah I bet yeah, you I, I bet your bottom dollar. Oh wait wait one more try one more try. Okay. Um, does anybody out there like Skrillex? I'm Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, and you were on America's Got Talent. Yeah, I was on that show. Yeah. What did what did Howard say to Am you? Am I allowed to cuss on this show? Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. We oh. cuss like a motherfucker. Yeah, fucking cuss. Howard said, I'm a rich asshole, suck my dick. No. <laughs> he <laughs> he um he took back his ex, which was like a special moment on the show. Um elaborate on that a little bit. So like he like broke up with his wife and then came back with his ex? No, 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 like they x you on the show and he gave me an X because... Oh, I see. I, I really, you know, at the beginning I kind of played that show because that's a show where if you're like a, a medium, if you a medium level performer, it's hard to get on that show. You either have to be really good or really bad uh, because they like to put really bad people back to back with the good people to make the good people look even better. Right. And mm. there's entertainment value in laughing at the people who suck. Um, so I go on the show... With the name Special Head. <laughs> and there was already a guy named Mr. Special on the show who oh, was no. awful. <laughs> right? He was horrible. But I I go out there and I'm playing this this little singing bowl and I'm I'm doing the throat singing and I'm like opening my eyes really wide and getting all intense in my face. You know, doing this like weird kind of cha- trance chant thing where I'm like I wish you could see my face right now. I know. And, it and fucking freaked me out. Everybody is booing me. They're like, oh, he sucks. Boo, boo. Get him off the stage. Damn. And so Howard X's me. And then and then that moment where I turn it around and I, I levitate. Mm. Everybody everybody loses their, their shit because they're like, they're like, oh, wow, he's actually really good. Because I, I, I fooled them. I, you know, they thought I was bad. And then I completely do a 180 levitating will do that yeah levitation is impressive Where, and, and, and didn't you get like a ticket in la or something for levitating oh yeah my one of my biggest my own see i went mega viral but it was on their channel which sucks yeah. don't go on america's got talent folks um <laughs> i'm sure a lot of people have that problem yeah but <laughs> i i went on the i i went and levitated on the beach and i got arrested for levitating on Venice Beach, and it was funny because I really hammed it up when I was getting handcuffed. Well, the the cop arrested me because I started chanting "freedom of speech," freedom mm. of speech, and and they didn't like that I was undermining his authority. I did what he said. I went over to the area where he was like, "You have to go over there if you're going to perform." Well, I mean, freedom of speech. Come on. 
Yeah, I was I was not street performing. I wasn't soliciting tips. I was actually making a YouTube video. I have a YouTube channel, so that's actually my second best performing video. Is got it got like over nine million views, um, and it, it made me several thousand dollars. So I just paid the fine. I didn't even fight it because it was like here, Officer Shaw. Here's your cut for being in my video for making a fool out of yourself, and I got quite the gratification out of humiliating that cop online. You know, if you film a video where the police makes an ass out of themselves, you know, it feels pretty good when the video goes viral and you're like, yeah, I just humiliated that cop <laughs> on the internet. Did you get tased at the end and then you cut it out? No, but he did, like, kind of grab my balls when he was searching me. That's weird. Oh, the one lesson for all you kids out there <laughs> is... um, No kids. They actually let me go. In the, in the video, it looks like they, they actually, like, arrested me and took me away because he did handcuffed me and put me in the back of his cop car. Um, but then once I got in the back of the cop car, I I listened to the lecture that he... As soon as a cop starts giving you a lecture, it's a good sign, actually, mm. when they're like, listen, listen to me, and they start telling you about why what you did was wrong. You just shut your mouth and don't talk back and just say, yes, sir, yes, officer. I'm really sorry, officer. Be remorseful. Act like you learned a lesson because... They chances are they might let you go if it's a petty offense, you know, mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. giving you a lecture. So you can't talk your way out of a ticket. You can only listen your way out of a ticket. And that's what I learned. Yeah. Wow, I that's like actually it. incredible advice. Yeah. No, um all right, magic and how to talk to authority. I like it. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's Yeah. 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 Okay, are, are so we? Yeah. Nick, just for a second, god damn it. So, um, okay, today we are doing uh, the Farmville Murders, which this is, it's going to be a tough one, but we'll yeah, make through it. Yeah, it's a doozy. Yeah. Um, so, our source today is Web of Lies, Season 1, Episode 6. Word. And uh, new show, I like it. The, the reenactments are pretty solid. Yeah, casting is solid. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone looks like who they're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Art. I mean, does, does it matter, though? It, it matters to me. Why, though? All right. Yeah. You know what? We're not doing this right now. So, uh, let's start with um, place, place, where, why, and when. Uh, we're, star we're starting with, Jesus. We're starting with... Uh, Emma Niederbrock. Emma Niederbrock in 2008, she was 16 years old, living in Farmville, Virginia, mm -hmm. a rural small town. Uh, her mother was Deborah S. Kelly, and she was a professor, professor in criminology. And her father, Mark, is a pastor. You know, one thing I've learned after doing a lot of these cases, if you want to fuck your family up, be a pastor. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, at 14 years old, her parents separated, which is, I mean, that gotta be a rough time. Um, and like most kids, she ended up becoming depressed. Uh, her parents decided to actually take her out of school and homeschool her. Oh, gross. Which is another... Red flag? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, she ended up getting into the goth emo... Uh, movement, which who cares? Yeah, I mean, I was there. Yeah, you got the eyeliner still, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. Still no, wear it sometimes. It, it, yeah, it hasn't worn off. Yeah, my my favorite band is still Blink One Eighty Two, and I don't give a fuck. And it, I, you it, can't it, see it, but but Nick's making it, this face look they're, really. They're yeah. not well, emo. They're not emo. That's oh, pop I, punk, my man. I I saw Cursive in concert. Uh, I saw Cursive too. Yeah. All I, right. I guess I wasn't emo then. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you know, you were emo enough, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Nick, you don't, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't have to inform. But this. I thought it was yeah. what was the name of the genre? It was, it was a different. It was a hip hop. It oh, was like the. Yeah, no, we're, we're getting oh, there. Yeah, 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 we, we we're are getting get there. there. Yeah. So anyway, she became depressed. Um, she's like a started listening to emo and then she started listening to horrorcore 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 yeah horrorcore made it, most famous by like uh necro and ill bill uh icp sort of yeah i hung out with this guy called twisted insane 
and he yeah. was in that genre of horrorcore. Yeah. Of, I mean, he was affiliated with ICP and, Twi- you know, there's he, offshoot bands, Twisted. Yeah, well, he was part of Twisted? Well, no, he was Twisted Insane. Twisted is a different band that's affiliated with ICP. Mm, but I see, I see. He does their Juggalo family gathering shows, too. I but. see. Yeah, what is a Juggalo? I don't know, but I'm down with the clown, and I'm down Malenko. Dude. I was an Air, ICP fan. Yeah, Eric Black, I totally forgot you were an ICP fan. <laughs> Fucking white makeup I, I, and I everything. I went to a show when I was 15, yeah. ICP show. I mean, it's funny lyrics when you're 15 years old. You're oh. like... You like these guys are singing about like fucking bullet wounds and shit. Like the Great Malenko. <laughs> m- me and my best friend at the time knew every single word of Great Malenko. The 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 whole album. But you know what the funniest thing about Juggalos are? If you spot a Juggalo on the street, you can immediately become instant friends with them by knowing their Juggalo call. Like they have a specific call, Is and it... it goes, whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> whoop I thought it was family. No, 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 no that's, go, whoop, that's whoop. Fast and the Furious. No, like, like one time we were walking down the street, and I was like, "Hey, hey, Clay, that see that guy up there? He's totally a juggalo. I can tell." I was like, "Watch this," and I was like, "He's like walking ahead of us," and I was like, "Whoop, whoop," and he turns around immediately. He's like, "Whoop, whoop, whoop, whoop. What's up, family?" And he's like, and then he's like, "Hey, guys," and we weren't even dressed up like juggalos or anything. He's like, "Yo, you want to have a drink of my vodka orange juice?" And like, <laughs> he's like drinking on the street and we're just like kind of like laughing and then we're like, well, we made a friend. But I make I make this. I, I wonder, like, if you ever see a juggalo that's like by himself, mm-hmm. that's like lost his family. Whoop, whoop. He's like, whoop, whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's like it's like a little kid who just got adopted. You know, he's like he's like 12 years old. And if he didn't do it that year, he would have to stay in the home. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. It's a I, beautiful I, mental image. I, I, I just watched Cider House yeah. Rules the other day, so that's why I thought Oh, yeah, that. yeah, that's an uplifting one. Yeah, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Aaron's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you, 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 but the scene is different. nothing to work the, with. The, 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 the horror core is a, like a more underground offshoot of the ICP it See. is. It is. Like, Necro and Ill Bill, like, their shit is, like, way darker. And you're like, fuck, this is violent. Wow, I had no idea there was even... That's interesting. I I, I had no idea. I thought it was all the same no. big, sexually violent genre of rap. No, so, no, it gets deeper, man. Nice. Yeah. So, well, anyway, she was in the, <laughs> she was in the horrorcore family. And uh, she was especially fond of this one... Lady named uh, Razakel, Raz oh. for short. Oh yeah, yeah. Raz is kind of the real hero of this story. There is no hero of this story, Nick. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, Raz. Um, anyway, type in Razakel homicidal activity, and a video will come up, and that's the video they actually play in the show. Uh, but anyway, you know, she she's a lost kid. She's looking for a community, and this is where she landed, you know? And as far as I could tell, like, um, the the two people that kind of were, like, the ambassadors for the community, Raz and this other guy named Sick, seemed like really nice people. Yeah, no, Sick seems like a good dude. Yeah. Um, so, the, so Emma gets involved in this website, uh, and... Uh, and it's basically a site where the horrorcore artists get to meet their fans, right? Oh. And that's how she ended up hooking up with Sick and Raz. Yeah. Also, let's establish what year this is. 2009. Thank you. Yes. Two, yeah, 2009. So uh, Raz introduces Emma to another horrorcore fan who lives 200 miles away in Virginia. But that's close when you're talking about horrorcore yeah i mean like it's relatively close yeah horrorcore is like a tight-knit community yeah but very sparse the tighter the the smaller the subculture the tighter the community is oh absolutely i would fly i would fly to europe to meet another lorenographer you know? Yeah, oh, Lornography. Don't even get what started. What is Lornography? I will not, but anyway. <laughs> we'll explain it to you later. In 2007, <laughs> Lor- Lauren Armstrong got busted 
on to catch a predator and uh there's a whole community just based on kind of reading about this guy and trolling him yeah it's a whole thing that makes me was sound... he a famous guy no no no. <laughs> like made, the internet just trolled him like a motherfucker. He's infamous. Oh, they picked him out of all the people that got busted on to yeah, catch a predator. Yeah, yeah, and just like trolled him for years. No, no, no. We didn't just pick him. It was what he did. <laughs> all right, all right. We're anyway, this. this no, is... no, 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 no. You have to do this, now. man. I want to hear this now. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'll, I'm going to give Which you the... what they did when the cameras busted in. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a condensed version, but then we got to keep on going because. Okay. Uh, once you get me started, lornography, watch out. Uh, so I'm the catch a predator. Most of the chat logs are like, "Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, what's your deal?" And then the decoy would be like, "I'm underage," and then um, whoever the guy was was like, "Oh, that's interesting. So you want to fuck?" And that was basically the gist of all the chat logs. Lorne talked to his decoy for a month and his chat log was 400 pages long he like wanted to marry this girl and like so he created basically this novel and in fact in the lornography uh we we call the chat log the holy lornography it's it's our bible (laughs) and um and basically like this whole subculture of people just dedicated to you know, just fascinated with this guy. And anyway, that's it. I I, I love to fucking. But there wasn't a, a fireworks when they busted it on him with the cameras and the. Police. No, 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 no. This all happened after he was busted. Yeah, and like, yeah, this whole subculture of people basically like trolled this guy for like years, and still troll him. And basically, the whole like ideology beyond uh behind Lornography. Is like no matter how bad your life is, at least you're not Lauren Armstrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it, it's it's helped me out of more than a few jams. So anyway, we got anyway. we got to get going. <laughs> yeah, okay. we got to get going. Sir. So um, basically, Raz and Sick introduces Emma to a horror horror fan in West Virginia. Her name is Melanie Wells. Melanie who Wells at the time was eighteen. So, uh, either a senior in high school or just graduated. And Emma and Mel get together and it's like sparks fly. You know, they just have a, um, whatever the term is for. Uh, uh, they become friends. Yeah, yeah friends. <laughs> I was going to say the female term for bro, bro Bromance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lady mance? I don't know. I, no. That was sexist, Nick. Oh, come on, man. I'm just kidding. Person all right, anyway. Mance, I don't know. I, <laughs> all right, so, yeah. So, anyway, um, Emma and Mel, uh, you know, quickly formed this, like, real strong bond. Um, you know, they end up finally meeting in person, and uh, it, it was like she found somebody that... It, she just... It, she kind of, like, found someone that was going to be very important to her, in the next stage in her life is basically what happened. Yeah, ride or die, horrorcore homie. Yeah. Uh, at this point, uh, Roz uploads one of Emma's fan videos. Mm-hmm. And so this is seen by hundreds of people on the fan site. Literally hundreds. Dozens upon dozens. Dozens. <laughs> and uh, one of the people that uh, saw the video and was very impressed by it was this dude named Richard Sam Murkowski. Uh, from now on, we're just going to call this dude Sam. Yeah, Sam. And he's a 20-year-old aspiring horrorcore rapper. Can you think of a more depressing way to describe yourself? Oh, my God. That's so niche. I it's mean, crazy. It sucks to be an aspiring anything. Even but, like being an aspiring rapper is like hard. Horrorcore. I mean, that's <laughs> w- what I'm saying. But but I'm just saying, just a rapper, rapper, not a horrorcore rapper. That's what it. That's what I said. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I said, know. I know. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Um. But I mean, you know, aspiring horrorcore rapper. Just oh man, that's tough. Every time I had to say inspiring comedian, 
you know, when I was explaining myself, it was just another, like, you know, fucking stab in the heart, you know, so, aspiring horrorcore rapper, you know, just goes back to the, uh, I think Confucius said this, um, if you don't try, you can't fail. So anyway. Actually, that's good advice, though. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyway. (laughs) So, uh, Sam um, basically did not you know, Sam was a, a troubled young man, to say the least. You know, he did not uh, get out in the world very much. Um, oh, he low-key reminded me of the person, uh, you remember, like, the uh, Gypsy Rose thing? Mm-hmm. Whatever that guy's name was, like, her oh, online yeah. boyfriend? He reminded me of him. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're 100% right. This, uh, cut from the same cloth. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, in, in less than a month... Um, Emma and Sam strike up this relationship and they're saying shit like, I love you, you know, like Gross. we're soulmates. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one wants that. Well, it's one of those things where it's like only fucking teenagers. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, Sam wasn't a teenager. Yeah, he, he was, was 20. A, yeah, he was a fucking adult. But, but still, <laughs> like, like only like super young people would be acting this way. I mean, if you are acting this way and you're older than 26, you are single and in a basement somewhere. No, 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 no. It goes both ways because it's like if you're super young or super old, you resort to I love you like very soon. Well, I get old because like you're going to die soon. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that, Denny? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that much about it. Okay, fair enough. I was thinking about something else about why the dude, something about the story, but I, sorry, my my head was thinking about executions. I like, look, I like, look. (laughs) Why didn't the guy choose the death penalty, you know? Oh, well, yeah. If he was that hardcore, that's my beef about the whole thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. no, I looked over and it looked like you, like, were just smoked peyote or something like your eyes were all like wandering up (laughs) my father fed me peyote when i was 12 years old that's why i'm special that makes sense yeah yeah hey special head um (laughs) that's a great name would would you mind if i just call you special head from now on that's no that's a dick move no no no. call him special head Uh, do you want to be called special head or danny you can call me special head but but when you call me special head you've got to do it like a mother referring to her like three-year-old oh special head special head (laughs) special head (laughs) special head you're so special um or how about i just call you uh sh so that way we have like you kind of like a shh, shh. yeah, and and then instead of that I just call you librarian. No, yeah, Wait, yeah, what? librarian. So it's like a it's like an inside name on an inside name. No, I don't want to go by librarian. It, it's so meta. You know what? Fuck you then. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Oh. You're a librarian, or you get out of this podcast. All right. Um, anyway. Anyway. And we're back. we we're silly. So anyway. Uh. Sick and Roz, um, so anyway, uh, there's this real toxic thing going on with uh, Emma and Sam. And Sick and Roz announced that they were having a show in Detroit, a hardcore show. Uh, yeah, horrorcore. And, uh, yeah. and uh, basically, Emma asked her parents if she could go to the concert. Uh, but she didn't just ask to go. Ugh. She wanted to go. <laughs> And meet her boyfriend, online boyfriend at the time at the concert, uh, as well as Mel. And remember that he lived in California. And she's never met Mel before, right? No, no, she never met Sam before. She met Mel. Oh, like they hung out already? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that. That's okay. So, um, no, she knows Mel is cool. She definitely... Does I know that about Sam? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Sam's a you know bad customer. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, uh, she basically uh proposes this to her parents, and her parents agreed. Which is fucking bizarre. I mean, it's <laughs> like, look, like I'm not a parent, neither you. Like, I I don't know about you, special head, but I mean. We, it's, it's, you can't, it's, we shouldn't be judging parents. 
especially if we don't know what it's like to raise a kid. I mean, from an outsider's perspective, it it seems like a weird idea for your 16-year-old girl to meet up. But they also said that we're going to be with you every single step of the way. I yeah, mean, and he's going to be... And, like, having him stay for a week. It's just the whole thing of long-distance internet relationships and is weird because when you finally meet them... Like, they could have been catfishing you that whole time. Yeah. You know, or, like, they, you know, they could just smell really bad. But, like, you I, know, he's 20 years old and she's 16. The parents are, like, letting them have a relationship. I understand because I was in a drug abuse program when I was 16 years old. And these counselors at the drug abuse program would talk the parents into buying their kids cartons of cigarettes. Because these parents, when they're, like, when they feel like they're losing control of their kid and their kid is going down this this horrible path and not and not happy and depressed, all the parents want is to see their kid happy. And so the parents they feel powerless and they're willing to try anything. So like, yeah, this drug rehab, like I got to stay out past curfew, you know, just anything like the the counselors would talk the parents into doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? Um that's you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, absolutely. They, they said that on the show. She was going down this path. Her parents were scared. And the last thing they wanted to do was to alienate her. So Yeah, and like lose her forever where yeah. she just like runs away and does, you know. Yep. We are at September 11th, 2009. I never forget. Yep. So, um. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. I mean, you you really have no one to apologize for. It was just like a weird, I, it's it's uh, coincidence. It's just it's just weird to flow with that. It kind of like you, you say it and then you go, okay, yeah, okay. Ish. These yeah. colors don't run. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Um, but anyway, so we're at September eleventh, two thousand nine, and uh, basically, here's the plan, uh, to go to this concert, right? After Mel, who's from West Virginia, comes down and they meet, she meets Emma and her parents. Uh All four of them are going to drive up to Chicago and pick up. I thought it was Detroit. Well, they they pick Sam up at the Chicago Uh airport and then they drive to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. And that travel planning is a fucking dickhead. Like, think about that. Like, you drive up from Virginia to Chicago and then Detroit. He wanted the cheaper freaking ticket because, mm. like, Chicago's a cheaper airport to fly in. I mean, I guess so. This but, is a yeah. dude. This is a dude who has a uh, underage girlfriend that he never met in person. You think he's gonna be like some type of travel agent whiz? No, he, they're lucky that he decided not to go to like Boulder Springs, Colorado, or some <laughs> shit. You know, um, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'll meet you in a. Uh, how does um. You know, Newfoundland, Canada sound. Anyway, so after, so basically Mel, Emma, uh, Emma's parents drive up to Chicago. They pick, the plan was they pick up Sam, then they're going to go to the concert, and then they're going to go back to Virginia, and Sam is going to stay there for a fucking week. Weird. Right? So, um... (laughs) They get to Chicago. They get into the airport. Sam comes off the plane and sparks do not fly. Yeah, yeah. Emma's like, oh. Yeah. Like right away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like in the the show Web of Lies, uh, one of the people they talked to is Roz. and, And Roz was like, she texted me. He's a weird dude. Like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Red flag. Teenagers are dumb. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, teenagers are some of the the fucking scariest people in the world because you never know what they're going to do. And I mean... Yeah, you ever seen City of God? That shit's crazy. Teenagers are the scariest guys in that movie. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's one of those things that's like, it's so easy when, like, you know, I was I was one of those... Like I wanted to be a good kid, I I really did. But you could have, but I definitely believe you could have talked me into, like you know, fucking, uh, pulling off, of, like, 
some crazy shit, you know, like smuggling heroin up my ass. I might have done that if 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 there was pussy involved at the end of it. I might have done it. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think you would have done that, too. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, you know, if if like they they want to both of them went across the country to meet each other. Right. <sighs> so weird. Na- nowadays, if I like meet someone online and they're like, I'm from the Bronx, I'm like too far. <laughs> anyway hey didn't you go to like long island or upstate new york for a tinder date never oh you know what i i did one time <laughs> that was a special occasion though all right fair enough okay <laughs> you know <laughs> you know you know i gotta point out things that i remember yeah no it's no. got a thing for the bbws you know <laughs> <laughs> You're not too far off so anyway um sparks did not fly and uh, immediately, Sam comes out, and she's like, oh, fuck. This is bad. Uh, props to whoever played Sam in the reenactment. Because oh, yes. he really did look like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. So they get to the hotel, and Deborah and uh, Mel and em- Emma stay in one room, and Sam is all by himself. Oh, right. yeah, and then aren't Sick and Raz there, and they're all, like, fucking chilling? Yeah. So, so apparently this hotel, once again, you know, you know, we're like family. It's a, it's a small knit community where, where they fucking, you, you text your fans. Yeah. Okay. That's weird also. But, um, (laughs) I mean, but, but also the hotel and the reenactment looked like a college dorm. mm -hmm. And I was like, what fucking hotel is this? Let's be real. I mean, that's. Really? That's your criticism? Yeah. I mean, it looked no, like it, it, it looked is. like a any type of econo lodge, it, you know, horrorcore no, place. It was strange to me that the those performers had so much time to just like devote to all of their fans and to text them back and to have their phone numbers because I'm like, yo, I have to tell people, okay, you're messaging me way too much on Facebook. I have to tell like this kid from Egypt, hey. <laughs> I'm gonna have to limit you to once a week. <laughs> that didn't work. I had to limit him to once a month. I was like, "Look, if you don't want me to block you, like, please." Because he was just like, the weirdest questions. Special head. My cat keeps getting pregnant. Please help. I don't want to take away my cat's freedom, <laughs> but also I don't want to give my cat operation. What should I do? My cat keeps getting pregnant, and I'm like, "Dude, s- spay your freaking cat, man." That's what people do. He's- but. His special head. What? I've been the kid from from Egypt. It's been me the whole time. Uh, hey, and you never told me time. what to do with my fucking cat. Yeah. You know? Um No, I mean, you know, it, it's um I mean I I get where you're coming from. I am like if if anyone texts me like I'm a fan of the show, I'm me be like, wanna meet up for drinks? What's your deal? Are you married? <laughs> so yeah, tell me tell me your life story. Like I'm <laughs> I like I I get where they're coming from because you have a lot of fans so so you are like over it like we don't yeah like when we meet super fans you're like no way really you listen to the show like we have someone listens that's what I think first and foremost someone is fucking listening to this is is like Facts. my first thought and I get very excited yeah I was asked to speak at that high school again. Which I'm not going to do, because that would be weird. Yeah. You but, should do it, man. Uh, I know. I should probably do it. You inspire those kids. I know. But, like, uh, my ex-partner, she works there, and it might be weird. Yeah, stay away from that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but so, maybe I should just do it. Yeah, the kids are what matters, man. It's the future. Yeah, uh, Wu-Tang is for the children. Yeah, it's true. I went to their block party when I had the street renamed. Oh, nice. It was all about the kids now because they all had kids. Yeah, mm. no. Oh, and I hung out with Young Dirty Bastard oh, last really? year uh, during this hip hop festival. There's a Young Dirty Bastard? There's a Young Dirty Bastard. Is named... it Old Dirty Bastard's son? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. for him. I fucking met that dude. Yeah. And like when Wu-Tang performs live, he does like ODB's parts. It's amazing. You know, ODB... Um, Big baby Jesus, man. That's how he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. ODB, like, a song unique, man. One of his lyrics, <laughs> it, it like it really captures the essence of what what's behind these crimes, and it is um, 
uh, I have no problem with you fucking me, but I have a little trouble with you not fucking me. Like, that, <laughs> that says it all. So, uh, anyway. anyway. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, basically, uh, now they're all at this big uh, motel, and they're having this party, and, like, it's so obvious that Sam is just the odd man out, you yeah, know? Yeah, he's a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, Sick had a great quote. Um, he said, uh, he didn't fit in uh, at the concert, which is odd, because uh, we didn't fit, on, fit in, you know? We're the rejects. If you can't fit in with the rejects, you're really fucked. So, <laughs> but I will say, I'm sure he wouldn't have said that before knowing the guy murdered people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that that was a statement he made after finding out he was a murderer and murdered his, the fans. You know? it also, I feel like he practiced that one. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, if I, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. if I, I don't know if I agree with you guys. I, I, I felt like he, I mean, you, you could tell you've seen people at parties being like, "Damn, like, yeah, be like oh, that guy's oh, okay, going through." Okay. Fuck, <laughs> I've been that person. More uh, than on a couple occasions. I've witnessed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was probably a party that you fucking dragged me to. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. No, don't be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, the, the the concert ends, uh, right? The whole time at the concert, like while the band is playing, and Emma and Sam aren't really seen each other well yeah like in the reenactment like sam's like in the back just like creeping mm-hmm. you know a wallflower yeah, well, no he's creeping he's not a wallflower lurker he's a lurker he's yeah yeah he's a lurker oh. he's a real lurker <laughs> okay well the dude is <laughs> is not having fun and and no one's having fun at this point because now emma's like i gotta spend a fucking week with this guy so the concert ends. They they have to drive nine hours back to Farmville, Virginia. The most awkward car ride ever, I'm yeah. sure, because her father is also a pastor. Mm-hmm. So what, like, like what the fuck are they listening to on that trip? Well, not not go pop- to church. Not- <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say? Oh, I I wrote a Christian hip hop song because. There's this baddest brother hugger named Jesus Christ Who died on the cross to save all y'all's lives Back in the day when baby Jesus was born Three kings went to see him, angels playing them horns Jesus taught us a way to forgive bad behavior Turn the other cheek and love thy neighbor He was kind of a rebel, he defeated the devil He was walking on water, he was healing the sick Now he's walking on water I like it <laughs> Yeah, no, that's dope Yeah, did you open for that same rap group that talked about like how you shouldn't c- Touch people when you hug. So give them like a, a, a backpack instead. This a is a real pack. song. No, I didn't. Like, know. like wait, you know. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, this is a real song. Right. There's, there's, it's, it, you can find that on YouTube. You might feel. A yeah, baby. it's you can't hug someone straight up because you your dick might touch their dick or your dick might touch their vagina. So you give them a side hug. That's what the song is called. Like. Give him a side hug. Do him. Do the Christian side hug. Like I would listen to that song in a heartbeat. (laughs) It's like the opposite of that song where they're like, uh, "Feel a little poke coming through (laughs) on you," (laughs) or like "Fuck the pain away." (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm looking up right now. Christian side hug. It's the pee pee song. I gotta urinate. Oh, it's the, the, the pee pee song. This is a short break. It's the PP song. I gotta urinate. Oh, it's the PP song. This is a short break. Okay, so um, basically the uh, uh, Emma, uh, her mom, her dad, uh, Melanie, Mel, and Sam. They come home from the concert after a nine-hour drive, which had to be really awkward. We're at Sunday, mm-hmm. September 13th. Uh, that night, Melanie texts her mom, Kathleen, saying, everything is fine. I'm really tired. I need to go to bed. 
so uh you know that that was basically the last thing she heard from her daughter september 14th uh the next day mel's brother calls melanie and she doesn't answer uh, oh yeah and like mel's brother had like this sweet like puerto rican fade it's a haircut sorry <laughs> i can't believe you thought you needed to explain that to me <laughs> i know right i just jesus christ i mean i really try to sometimes i really try to tamp it down sometimes but holy shit all right anyway um so, all right so we're at september 14th and um so basically you know you call a sibling once and i i don't know what what it's like with your family but you know it's impossible to get a hold of your family yeah sometimes yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah what the fuck is up with that yeah but um but you know for them for a lot of families it's like you miss one call something happened you you know you're not excluded from this sometimes it's impossible to get a hold of you all right. Just saying. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to get a hold of you sometimes. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's be fair. Right. Yeah. There's two sides of, of this flip coin, whatever that <laughs> saying is. Uh, you know, the the dragon gets chased both ways there, buddy. <laughs> you know? Uh, anyway. All right. So um, after a while, uh, Mel's mom started getting worried. And she ends up... This is interesting. She ends up calling... Raz and sick. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. That she had the contact I mean, info for these horrorcore rappers in Albuquerque. That's that's a real tight knit community right there. Yep. You know. Um <laughs> so the mom wants to know who's influencing their daughter <laughs> first hand. Which is fair. Yeah. She's like calls her up. Could you tone down your music just a little bit? Yeah. Like please take Take the word, I want to floss my teeth with your spine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have something to say about, you know, when you talk about, like, um, that's one scene you do in that song where someone gets fucked with a crucifix. I would love to talk to you about that. Um, it's like, all right, thanks, Mom. Tone yeah, it down. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, we're at basically 24 hours now. Uh, they've been back to Farmville, and uh, no one heard from these three kids, right? So, Roz and Six start calling people. They start calling them. They start calling the uh, Emma, uh, Mel, and Sam. They get, she gets no response. So she starts turning to the online horrorcore community. As most people do when they're looking for their child. I mean, if your child's in horrorcore. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, somebody gets her a number of uh, a guy named Big Dog. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, they they never tell you the real name. But, I mean, Big Dog's a pretty cool nickname, so. I mean, like, it made me realize that I want to get, like, some of those vintage, like, Big Dog t-shirts. You remember those from, like, yeah. the 90s? You know yeah. what I want to get? I want to get those. I, like, <laughs> I, I hated the kids that wore those. I, I know I did too, but I think ironically now they would be dope. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're right because it's a throwback. You know what? 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 Uh, shirts I wish I kept were the coed, coed naked sports team shirts. Coed naked lacrosse. Coed naked football. What, what about like no fear hats? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, that shit would go hard. How about how about the? <laughs> I remember a lot of uh, guys had hats. Uh, it was for a university. I think it might have been Southern C- California, but all it said were on the hats. All it said were cocks, like just a big old cock right on their forehead. Was, your um, your frat boys really coming out right now. Or where somebody's like, well, there's a dick for on your head. <laughs> and then they say, what's a dick for? You don't know what a dick for? What a dick is for? Yeah, ass through says what? Uh, what? What are you eating under there? Underwear. You're eating underwear? Oh, I fell for it! <laughs> he got you! Oh, god damn it. You got me, special head. So, um... Anyway, this this guy, Big Dog, was like, I'm a friend of Sam. I'll hit him up. 
So uh, basically, uh, Rez hits a big doll, big doll, big dog called Sam. Uh, around this time, uh, Kathleen, Mel's mom, calls Farmville Police, PD. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she finds out that Mel hasn't been in a car accident. Uh, Mel's also 18, which means she's an adult, which means th- the cops can't immediately jump into this. Yeah, it needs to be like three days for a missing persons, I think, yeah. for an adult. Yeah, adult. So, um, <laughs> thank you for correcting me. I didn't correct you. We're really going at it today. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. We're getting yeah, into it. I know. So, why don't you just pipe down All and right. let me do my thing? Oh, right. no, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry, Nick. Let's meet halfway, like the Treaty of Nick and Aaron, uh, like yeah. the Treaty of Versailles. Yeah. Versailles you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I will extend the olive branch. All right, cool. Excellent. Thank you. All right, cool. Anyway, um, uh, Mel's father, Jerry. And ends up driving the 200 miles down through Virginia to investigate, right? He's like, where's my daughter? He goes to the front door of Emma's house. No one answers. Then Jerry is approached by a man who said he was a neighbor. Then he said that the females, uh, Deborah, Emma, and Mel... Uh, weren't there, but they're coming back shortly. Reassured that this dude, who he was, who he said he was, Jerry decides to head back home. But that was not the neighbor. That, that was not the neighbor. That was not the neighbor. It was actually Sam McCroskey, aka Psycho Sam. Creeper, creeper. Yeah. Who's just living in the house? Yeah. Yeah, that's so fucking weird. Yeah. With and and did you guys blow what happened already? Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. But but yeah, I mean there's a lot of things that just are so fucked about this whole situation. Um okay, so uh Kathleen and Mel's brother Alex keep on calling Mel, no answer. Uh they finally call Emma's house, right? They call the uh uh the landline? The landline, I guess, or, or something. And uh, fucking Sam Murkowski answers. And he's like, yeah. By the way, I I just really want to, if, if you're listening to this right now, uh, pull up Google and type in Sam Murkowski and then look at the images and you'll be like, okay, yeah, all right, I get it now. Yeah. Like, the dude looked like a fucking... Whatever you want to call it, uh, incel. I mean, yeah, I, he was incel as fuck. I I personally don't like that term. I don't know why, but just like whatever. You wanted to do a whole episode about them. I did, but I don't you like should the term. Have. They're we can, a weird community. Yeah, we we still can. I mean, we still can. Yeah, and we probably will. You know, it, but the here's the thing about incels. By definition, like. Most dudes are go in and out of that community freely. I, you know, there's there's a lot of times in my life where, technically, I've been an incel. You know, that's just something that happens. Not me. I can't buddy. get laid. Yeah, I'm, you always got a hold of fuck. You know, no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm just no, kidding. No. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you are engaged and all that. So I am engaged. <laughs> no, I remember being a, a young dude in my early twenties and not not know how to pick up chicks yeah i mean it happens it happens to everybody and like it, they you know it there has to be it has to be something it has to be more than not getting laid right because there's dudes out there that can't get laid who are totally fine totally well-adjusted people right so there has to be something more to it yeah I it's mean, like a whole ideology well it's like the apprehension and that's where like sexism and stuff comes in yeah. Where they're like, oh, it must be something wrong with women because I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. They hate feminism. They blame it all on feminism. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Absolutely. You know, the whole thing about um, how the government should uh, basically give us women is, I mean, there's some there's some logic there. I'm just kidding. All right. No, anyway. Come on, Eric. Please. <laughs> oh, oh. Sh- I'm gonna get my PC card. Taken I know. Away. I'm. Yeah. I've, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Just so, fuck you. 
<laughs> clearly joking. Clearly joking. Holy shit. Can't even joke anymore. All right. Clearly joking. So, um, Sam basically said that uh, Mel, Emma, and Deborah all went out to dinner, but uh, they're... Remember, this was him talking to Kathleen, who's Mel's mom. Yep. So, basically, Sam was like, the ladies... Uh, went out to dinner, but their car broke down, and they were waiting for AAA, and they'll be back in a little bit. Why wasn't he at dinner? I mean, once again, th- it's a- <laughs> I, I I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, these people are being dumb about the whole thing. It's like, why didn't the father realize something was up when the neighbor comes and says, "Oh, I know where they're at, but they'll be back soon." You know, how does the neighbor like know that much about what's going on in their lives? Yeah, you know? right. Like he's he just, just comes some... creeping around the side of the house. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just like on the side of the house, like being a weird neighbor, I, <laughs> a creepy neighbor I over here. Surprised, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it had something to do with. I don't want to believe that something happened to my daughter, so I'm just gonna buy this guy's story. Yeah, and also it's like small town, like you know. Yeah, I mean there has to be like a psychological thing that describes that. He goes. I don't want the worst case scenario, so I'm just going to believe whatever somebody puts in front of me. I get it, man. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. You have to learn how to listen to red flags, man. And it's like, it's kind of like in the horror movie. It's always the dumbest person gets killed first, right? It's like, I don't know. I think that there was things that these people could have done to avoid being, uh, well, what happens to them. We're getting to that. Yeah. 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 So they, they call again that, uh, the, the, um. Melanie uh, family calls again that night, but there's no answer, right? Uh, then they call again in the morning, and Sam McCroskey picks up again, and he said that the girls went to, the girls went to Mark's house. Mark is Emma's father. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. And uh, <laughs> which is also in in uh, Farmville. Mel's mom. Uh, ends up calling Mark, and Mark basically says, "I haven't heard from the girls, Deborah, Mel, and a- Emma, since I dropped them off at the concert on the 13th." Right, so uh, that call really fucked them up, and he said, "Holy shit! All right, I'm 15 minutes away. I'm gonna go there immediately." Yeah, and he mobbed over like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and uh, basically. Deborah waits around for Mark to call her, saying everything's all right. But she never hears from Mark after that. Sam McCroskey then again calls Kathleen back. Uh, He said he hadn't seen Mark. Mark never came to the house. Uh, He then says he had been hearing noises in the basement of the Farmville house. Kathleen then says, you should then call the cops. And he does. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It just I, gets I, weirder I, no, and weirder. That, yeah, that yeah, part just, was strange. Cause it's like, is that's the same house? This is all the same house, right? Yeah. 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 It, it's so bizarre. And yeah. the cop doesn't notice any weird smells upon entering. That's yeah. kind of no disrespect to the police department, but that's kind of a shitty cop. Well, yeah, because yeah. blood starts to smell after it's been hardened. And like, I, I, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I, I was just about to say, do you think like in the locker room, people people are like nudging each other, and it's like, that's the dude who went over the house with the four dead bodies and didn't do anything about it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, he got, yeah, no, he got scolded. So anyway, I mean, you know, uh, so so this cop comes basically. And Sam McCroskey, who does not live at that residence, opens the door. Uh, The cop walks in. In the reenactment, they go down to the basement. I have no idea if that's an actual fact or not. Uh, So, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I think it was a a creative liberty. Yeah, it might have been a ploy. But anyway, uh, whatever happened, a cop did come to the house. I know that. And the cop ends up leaving... And he leaves Sam there, who once again did not live there. So I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> like, like either this guy, Sam, 
who at first seems like he has no fucking social skills, talked his way out of another nearly impossible situation. So maybe we're sort of underestimating this dude. Probably. Or, no. um, I mean, the, the cop dropped the ball. And, you know, at the end of the day, none of us know what the real story is. That's that's the simple case of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so the cop leaves uh, with Sam still in the house. At this point, uh, Raz and Sick, back in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, end up talking again to Big Dog. And Big Dog said that he talked to Sam. Is Big Dog the real hero of the story? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, there's no heroes. Not even funny anymore. So anyway, I'm um, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, don't know. I know. I, I keep bringing that shit up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Big Dog said that Sam. Big Dog said that he talked to Sam, and uh, he's he's talking to Raz at this point, and um, whatever Big Dog said to Raz uh, really fucked her up. Uh, Raz ends up giving giving the phone to Sick and basically Big Dog ends up telling Sick that Sam told him that he killed everyone. Mel, Emma, Deborah, and Mark all dead. Uh, Mel's mom then calls Raz and Sick and Sick has to tell uh, Mel's mom, Kathleen, that Mel's dead, which is just an incredibly horrendous, awful situation that I pray to God I'm never put in. I mean, yeah, just, it's, it's heartbreaking. And yeah, he, and he said he he'll never forget the sound that a mother made yeah. when she found out that her daughter died. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. I'm not yeah. gonna do an impression of it. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. No, please don't. <laughs> oh, do it in the Louis Armstrong voice. No, okay. Um, terrible, terrible, terrible. So, <laughs> just in my head all the time. All right. Anyway, uh, and you guys are trying to make this funny. Well, at this point, this Up is where it gets point, unfunny. Or, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, you know, because we always respect the victims, like, 100%, and, like, you know, never make jokes on their behalf. Yeah. It was going okay until you said, and you guys were trying to make this funny. That's <laughs> that's where we went off the cliff. Uh, <laughs> or, like, oh. oh fuck. Uh, yeah, man, we're right, assholes. Back dark, to reality. Whoops, there goes gravity. Whoops, blah, 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 blah. So, um... <laughs> Anyway, uh, fuck you. <laughs> that that hit hard. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it really did. Um, <laughs> it made me feel like a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> anyway, so um, fuck. All right. Anyway, no, no, no. Um, yeah. Once again, our our motto is, fuck. What is? We don't have a motto, Nick. All right. Whatever. We're just. It is what it is. If you don't like it, turn. I it mean, off. those true tr- true crime shows—they're making a big profit off of like doing the story of these people's murders. You know. Yeah, that's very accurate. And we're making nothing, which makes them better. We're better than them in that scenario. Yeah, no, like we're like the non-profit for for-profit. We're like the Mother Teresas of true crime, yeah, basically. Like, like we have this whole like stable of like yeah. true crime cases that we just nurture. I'm Pope Benedict the Third, and you're a Catholic priest who molests boys. No, I want to be Pope. Oh, no, that's the scenario. I just planned it out. Uh, you have God to play that it. part now. I want to be Pope Benedict, though. Nope. Because I can just quit at any time. Nope. 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 <laughs> uh, you're the dude from Spotlight. Anyway, uh, I'm just oh, kidding. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so Roz and Sick end up talking to. Uh, Shit, I said this part already. All right, so basically, you know, uh, Mel finds out. Mel's mom, Kathleen, talks to Six. Six, like, just talked to Big Dog. Big Dog said they're all dead. So Friday, September 18th, Six finally contacts the police in Farmville. They raid the house, and they find Mark, Deborah, Emma, and uh, Mel. And they all died from blunt force trauma. Oof. 
Sam was not at the scene. What happened was he stole Mark's 2000 Honda and he immediately crashed it. Wait, I, I missed that part. Well, it wasn't in the it wasn't in the thing. Oh, I see, I see. He immediately crashed it. Uh, the and yeah, the responding officer to the crash gave Sam a summons for driving without a license, but did not arrest him. So there's another whoopsie. You know, yeah. it's because he's white, man. I swear to God, it, <laughs> if he wasn't white, they would have looked more into it. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, Aaron. No, I don't care. So anyway, <laughs> um, we're getting to the arrest. Uh, basically, what happened was Sam was apprehended at uh, Richmond International Airport on September 8th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was interesting. Police found him sleeping in the baggage claim area. He was about to fly home to California, but his flight was the next day and he didn't have any money to change it. Loser. Yeah. So, uh, he was basically arrested there. Uh, he was, uh, charged. Well, well, he was arrested there. Yeah. The, the security guard took, like, thought he was suspicious, right? And took him to the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he was charged with first degree murder, robbery, and grand larceny. Um, and, uh, he was taken to the jail where he was put on suicide watch. As most are. Mm-hmm. Late in the evening of... Uh, so so when he finally ended up talking to the police, here's the real story of what happened. Se- September 14th, 2009, uh, basically, Sam gets blitzed on alcohol, prescription medicine. They never say which one. It would be interesting to, to figure that out. I feel like it was painkillers. Maybe, probably. Sure. Who knows? Why not? And um, he basically, known that he basically uh, is, is it's not going to work out with him and Emma, um, he decides to kill them. And, and he starts with Mel and he just works his way up. Um, based on the fact that they didn't have any defensive wounds. Basically, they went to sleep and they never woke woke up. Mm. They didn't wake up from the attack. Like, it was, bam, they were gone. Uh, then Mark, the father, arrived at the home three days later on the 17th, about 5 p.m. And Sam basically was uh, attacked him uh, with the same weapon and... Sam later moved Mark and Mel's bodies to Emma's room and he attempted to clean up the blood. Uh, This is another thing that they didn't have in the show. At some point, Sam actually used a digital camera to record a video of of himself. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah. In the video, he indicated that he knew what he had... he, He indicated he knew exactly the gravity of what he did and felt like he had to pay for it and contemplated suicide on the video. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all fucked. And, uh, September 20th, 2010, Sam pleaded guilty to the four first degree murders. Uh, although facing the death penalty, he was sentenced to life in prison. And, uh, that's it. He's in prison. He's. You can visit him if you want to. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. He doesn't seem like my type of dude. You know, personally, I'm 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 glad he got life instead of uh, the death penalty. Like he's. Yeah, his, life in his, prison is his, worse than the death penalty. His life is going to be a motherfucker. Ugh. Especially if you like. I mean, one of the girls he killed at 16. Like people aren't cool with that shit in prison. Yeah, he's not going to have any car to ride in. I know my lockup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a car to ride in is the gang that you affiliate in prison. Oh, okay. <laughs> the cart or car? Car. Car. Yeah. 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 He won't have one. Yeah. It y- Usually it would be the Peckerwoods. It would be the Peckerwoods for yeah. him. Yeah. Which are the short. neo-Nazis. 
Yeah. Those are the neo Nazis. Well, I mean, it's a whole bunch of things. AB, Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah. Um, you know, Nazi lowriders, the Knights of fucking Scotland or whatever. There's a whole bunch of names for them. And then you got uh the Black Gorillas, Blood Bloods and Crips. Then the Mexican gangs are are switched or divided from north north and south. Norteños. And, yes, Norteños. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I run and, with the Norteños. Oh, yeah, you oh, do? Oh, you do? No. I don't. <laughs> I've been looking for my, a way in. My my stepmother's from Mexico, though. There's a girl oh, I want to date in, uh, in the Norteños that I've been trying to get with for a while. How's that working out? Oh, not well. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> and uh, she keeps on wanting me to do this hit. I keep on saying, no. Give me a bigger knife. It's just the whole thing. Yeah, so Aaron Black, you think we hit it? Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, uh, special head, you got any plugs? Um, oh, I've got a YouTube channel. I do funny magic pranks in public. Uh, and also. Like Sam Pepper. Maybe. Oh, uh, n- n- not yeah, like Aaron Sam Pepper. Aaron Black, shut up. <laughs> no, I will not shut up. So <laughs> Sam Pepper is this, like, YouTuber who did this. What, Salt Pay? Well, he, he did kind of like a. a it was. It would have been funny if you knew the reference. He I, got in trouble I, for doing a kind of like a thing. Anyway, a, anyway, um, not uh, like Sam. Yeah, oh no, 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 no yeah, I have a YouTube channel. It's it's a uh, special head is the name of the YouTube channel. I also do uh, documentaries about weird new genre art. Like the one, the next one I'm dropping is uh, I made a, a documentary about this guy who uh, invented like over 250 unique musical instruments. That he sets up as an installation for the public to come and play. He tunes them all to the same key so like anybody can just come up and not hit the wrong notes. You know, everybody's in tune with each other. Nice, nice. Sounds um, trippy. But yeah, weird stuff. Also, um, I make some music videos every now and then. But magic, pranks in public, levitation. Special head, my man. Everybody wants to learn how to levitate. And maybe someday I will teach them. <laughs> it's wires, right, that you can't see? No. Oh. Well, he can't give away his secret, It's dude. wires. It's strength, balance, and meditation. It's wires. I, kn- <laughs> I know it, all right? It's wires. <laughs> uh, Aaron, you got some plugs? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know how to levitate first off. That was just me being a dick. Anyway, Aaron, you want to take <laughs> us out? All right, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, yep, goodbye. Love is amazing. Oh. Bullshit, and it might also get you murdered.